the wind blew blew up the lid of my trash. Oof. Oh well, yeah. Luckily it's hinged, Ooh. so I just I just flipped it back. So yeah, you know, crisis averted. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. yeah, you know. I went shopping. Really? Wow. What kind of shopping? It's like no. It's like grocery shopping. Damn. It's the only. It's like the only reason I leave the house. Nice. Um, it was nice. There was like nobody there. Mm. Probably because of the wind. I don't know if you heard <laughs> how windy it was. That's. People hate grocery shopping in the wind. That's true. Yeah. 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 Oof. <laughs> funny, funny stuff. Yeah. Would you go to would you go to the Demolas market basket? No. no. Hannaford's. No. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. The the market. Nobody. First of all, nobody calls it Demolas, but my grandmother. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't go to the market basket. If that's what you mean. <laughs> Sometimes if I need specialty mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Or like a specific brand, mm-hmm. but the Hannaford's a lot closer, and the aisles are wider. Yeah. And There's not as many people in there. Yeah. Peak hours. Yeah. They don't. They don't stock the shelves in the middle of the day. Yeah. Uh, unless they need to, which is the opposite of Market Basket, where it, they find it like somehow enhances your experience if there's always a pallet of food in the way. Yeah, I really um, always love that. And then you try to go around it, but the aisles aren't wide enough really to even accommodate yeah. one cart. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nobody's ever really paying attention to what they're doing. So no. Um. Yeah, and and they'll build new ones, and they 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 just keep the aisles the same size. It's. Yeah. It's really, uh, it's really confusing. Yeah. To be like that business model, you know. Yeah. G- give me some room in those aisles, you know. Make that feel luxurious, you know. I want to feel like I have all the room in the world to move I, around. Especially now, but. Jeff. In these trying times, I definitely don't want to be closer <laughs> yeah. to people. I want to lean mm-hmm. away from them as they pass me by, as I look down on them because I think they're not doing yeah. something right. Like their mask is too loose or something. Yeah, it's the masking is is not great. I, I've seen people in Market Basket with no masks walking around, just yeah. chilling. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like I don't know. And listen, I, I don't know shit about shit, so maybe maybe they have a legitimate medical reason, but maybe maybe you could figure out a way to uh, you know get groceries delivered or send someone else in your household out or. Hey, I saw people. I think as recently as like a month or two ago in Hannaford's, just didn't not wearing a mask. They were too good for it because Hannaford mm-hmm. also has that like they'll just shop for you. You fill out like an online shopping cart. Yeah, and then you just you pull up and they put the groceries in your trunk. That's too convenient, though. You know, I really like to run the aisles. I really like. Yeah. To, I really like to let the groceries um, inspire me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's a lot of uh, chefs. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. uh, local chefs just not yeah. wearing masks. I might start doing the fucking walk it out to my car. You you walk around with these dipshits you let in the store. It it is convenient. It is convenient. We'll still hit up Market Basket for a few things, but we are now getting uh, semi regular grocery deliveries. Yeah, which is nice. I think. Yeah. I've been self-inspired, Jeff. I think every mm-hmm. grocery store in these trying yeah. times, mm-hmm. I think in these trying times, every grocery yeah. store should have mm-hmm. a designated store jerk. And as someone like me who just walks mm-hmm. around the store and if they see you without a mask, you get yelled at by the jerk. Yeah. Going down the aisle the wrong way. Yeah. 
oh, boom. That's I will turn your cart around and push it straight back down. <laughs> and I'll say, you do what I do, which is go down the next aisle over and then come mm-hmm. up the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes a little, like, uh, getting used to, you know what I mean? Like, getting that flow down, but it, it works. It's It's fine. I don't think it took any effort at all. You look at the big yeah. colored arrow on the fucking mm-hmm. floor. You can't fucking miss. Or the signs posted yeah. goddamn everywhere. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, the grocery shopping experience um, pre-COVID-19, uh, um, des- in desperate need of an overhaul. The, mm. This should be an opportunity to make yeah. grocery shopping um, better. Uh, yeah. And uh, I feel like no one's really, really seizing that opportunity. You know, it's it's it, sad. I, you know, it should be luxurious. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of innovators in, in the uh, in the um, grocery store. You know, business. Well, there weren't just... until now. Now there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> now there's two of them, Jeff. Well, how about this? All right. Yeah. This way, nobody passes anybody. You're mm-hmm. on like a minecart track, right? Yeah. And it's like a little electric-powered solar mm-hmm. panels on the roof, very green, um, super green. Yeah, maybe some windmills or something. You know, almost almost too green. M- maybe too green. <laughs> and you just you're on a track, and you go around and you pick things up. All mm-hmm. the shelves are like right at shoulder height. Yeah, you don't reach down or up. You're sitting down in a cart. Mm. Maybe all everything's on your right, mm-hmm. and you hand it off to your left. <clears throat> that's where you're like your cart, where you put everything is on the left. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that's on a little, you can push that forward and pull it back so you can organize stuff the way you want, which I like to do when I'm shopping so that when they bag it, it's mm-hmm. bagged the right way so the heavy stuff goes in first. Holly's a big uh, proponent of things being bagged the right way. I mean, I don't know I, if her idea of it is the same <laughs> as you, um, but I literally um, do not care. Right? And you know what? There's, there's some baggers <laughs> that work at Hannaford's who feel like you, but the problem is these aren't their groceries, are they? <laughs> I'm firmly uh, in Holly's court on yeah. this. We are. Uh, we. I want to see. I want to hear you guys talk about how you like them yeah. bagged and see if you if it differs. This sounds like a whole second podcast opportunity, like the Grocery Gang. You and Holly. No, yeah. no, you're in. No, you're in too. <laughs> Me, you, and Holly. Fine. All right. Um, <laughs> you just kind of talk about grocery improvements because mm-hmm. I there's a correct way to bag groceries. A hundred percent. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I've listen. I don't have a preference on how my groceries are bagged, but I have had them bagged um, in a way that I, I I would think no reasonable person um, would think to do it. Like they had to, would have to go out of their way to make it kind of awkward and and not good to carry and and, and like eggs on the bottom. Yeah. And like you know, I just I just think if it fits in the bag, nothing's getting crushed. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta get home. I take I take that it's a couple just, steps further, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think anything should go on top of eggs. That's true. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, if it's really light, I don't care if it's on top. Oh, of but the that eggs. might first of all that might throw off the balance of the bag. Mm. So you put it down, and then whatever's mm. on top tilts over. And that might push the eggs around. Yeah. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want that happening. <laughs> so, you know, a bag of chips? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, when you when you pack the eggs, they go in the top pack, mm-hmm. the little part of the 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 cart, right? Mm-hmm. Where people yeah. put their kids or whatever. 
Yeah, that's sure. where the eggs go. You don't you don't put them okay. on top of other things that are already in the cart. You don't balance them at an angle. That's not how it works. Well, I'll save I'll save we'll save it for grocery gang. Yeah, we'll yeah, save yeah, it for sure. grocery gang. Yeah, yeah, it's going to sure, be the sure. whole next hour I, I, if I get going. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. I just shove everything in that top part until it until I need space in the bottom. Hey, and uh, welcome to Heads Up with with Jeff and Shauna. I'm I'm Sean, Jeff. and I'm not happy about how my groceries are bagged usually. <laughs> That's just a little something about me you know now. Yeah, just a little something, something that, that com- completes the uh, tableau that is, is oh, Sean. got self, self-checkouts. Um, Ooh, game changer. <laughs> oh, yeah. People that, that are angry about self, self-checkout just confused the fuck out of me. Um, I just... No interaction with anybody. I just this. I'll tell you. I'm telling you what I get. What I'm getting, and then yeah. I'm out. That's it. Yeah. Put a camera on me. I don't care. Record the interaction. Save it forever. <laughs> Fine. You're gonna. What you're gonna see is gonna be inspiring to other people who do checkout yeah. or bag things. They'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> this this guy bags." I. I I'm surprised I haven't gotten um, searched at more places with self checkout with those cameras because I I'll, I'm always constantly like nervously looking at the camera and giving a mm. nod as I'm checking yeah. out I I don't know I something about it gives me police state vibes but if they want to do it if that's the price I have to pay to, to scan things oh I'm my god fine. Jeff you've lived in a police state pretty much all your life so <laughs> that's I true. mean that's true. Uh, this this podcast, uh, we typically do three things. You know, there's three different segments. Yeah. We talk uh, the about last going, one. We talk about growing to grocery mm-hmm. stores. We talk about <laughs> being in grocery, grocery stores, <laughs> and we talk about bagging groceries. Yeah. Um, the last segment is, is, is we'll talk about candy, um, which I think is going to change. Pretty sure. Maybe even today. Who knows? Um, the middle segment is we're going to try to franchise a movie. That never got franchised. And then uh, the first segment is going to be animals. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. That's, that sound about right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Sure. Oh, it's also the it's, the, it's the year of the snake, Sean. Is it? It's the year of the snake, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that, that sounds cool. <laughs> I mean, it's the year of the ox um, when you're looking at like the Chinese calendar, I believe. Um, but on a heads up, it's the year of the snake. All right. So, all right. Heads up specifically. If you're curious about the, the different cultural calendars, probably something different. Um, but here, heads up, it is the year of the snake. Okay. Now, Sean, again, I don't know if I know how to say the name of this snake, like the proper name. Yeah. But have you. Have you ever heard of the flying snake? No. I think it's Cryosopelia. Yeah, I'm just going to type flying snake into Google. <clears throat> just get kind of an idea. <laughs> that seems more like a <clears throat> like a better idea for me. Yeah. Now, much like the flying squirrel, um, the snake does not actually fly yeah, anywhere. Of course, he glides. Yeah, it jumps and glides because it's a snake and not not a bird with wings or a bat with wings or a plane with wings. Let's see what else. <laughs> <laughs> what else has wings? Mosquitoes, flies, Mos- flies. Yeah, insects. All sorts of insects. Beetles. Mm-hmm. Ladybugs. 
Um, <laughs> wow, you really put your mind to it. It's harder to think of things with wings <laughs> than you'd expect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dragonflies. But again, mm, true, true. Just, I, I, read a, I read a sample fact once that said um, dragonflies have six legs but cannot walk, but I'm pretty sure I've seen them walk before. I don't know. I just... Can you trust a Snapple fact? Snapple facts were like the 90s version of Wikipedia for skater kids. So, no, you can't. <laughs> Surprise no drink company partnered with, like, the Magic 8-Ball company and just just put Magic 8-Ball responses under each each cap randomly. You know? I thought you were going to say... You ask your, <laughs> ask your drink a question before you open the top. You thought I was just going to put the fluid in, in as a drink. <laughs> Not the fluid, Carbonated. but the little ball that floats in the fluid. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Shake up your drink. Shake up your drink and ask it a question. After someone gives you the Heimlich and it falls out onto the floor, uh, whatever that lands on is your answer. But they put a little, like, strainer Mm -hmm. near the top so you can't drink the... Come on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think putting a random answer in the the cap is probably... I don't know. it's no longer it's no longer a viable idea. Yeah, we're not. I mean, we're not today, here to today's day and age. Yeah, we're not here to debate but. the viability of Snapple facts under the caps. So, flying snakes, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you read on a Snapple cap that dragonflies can't walk. Good check. Because <laughs> they got six legs. Sure. That yeah. seems like they'd be better at walking than most people, but <laughs> that's true. But they're not. Um, now, now they're they're. They're diurnal, right? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Which, during you know, the day. I'm pretty sure is they're active during the day, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, now they, they, they kind of they can kind of flatten their bodies a little bit to give them more lift. I didn't I didn't really look up a lot about these these uh, flying snakes. That's fine. That's what I do every time. So <laughs> I wouldn't sweat it if I were you. Yeah. But it, it must it must live mostly in trees, I would assume. <clears throat> well, it's got to. I mean, how does it does it just like rear up and lunge into the air to like take off, and it kind of like keeps doing that? I, I'm assuming it jumps out of trees. Yeah, I one, the the one video I saw it just jumped out of a tree and huh. just like wiggled in the air until it landed on another branch. So, Upon reaching the end of a branch, the snake continues moving until its tail dangles from the end of the branch. It then makes a J-shaped bend, leans mm-hmm. forward to select the level of inclination it wishes to use to control its glide path. Shit. As well as selecting a desired landing area. So, okay. I feel like you'd flip those last two. It, like, picks where it wants to go and then adjusts accordingly. Yeah. yeah. They probably had a lot. They probably had a lot of... Uh... They're probably getting paid by the word, you know. <laughs> yeah, on Wikipedia, yeah. That's, I think that's how it works. <laughs> God, no wonder this website's so bloated. <laughs> this website is telling me that an interesting fact about a flying snake is that it doesn't really fly. It glides it's like everybody would know that, and I don't think that's that interesting. No. It does, yeah, that's, that's less interesting than it just flying, so not really. Let's <laughs> say, why does it fly, though? They're saying they're better gliders than most flying animals. Than a flying squirrel? Yeah, they specifically I guess call they it said flying most, squirrels. not all, but okay. So uh, it's better than 
or not better than flying squirrels? It says it's better than a flying squirrel at gliding. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Why? Because the flying squirrel has like the the webbing between their I, arms I mean, and legs. A flying squirrel's like a mammal, and I'm just feeling some. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Really, some brotherhood with them, you know. Yeah. So, um, okay, it manages to save energy compared to travel on the ground by hurling itself off branches. Okay, what about climbing the tree? Did you calculate that, <laughs> dumbass? And oh, and to dodge earthbound predators—that seems like an involved process. Yeah. But okay, there's there, there's literally no interesting facts on this page about interesting facts. Um. Oh, they're up to four feet long. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. If you saw if you saw, if you saw a snake gliding from one tree to another above your head, how, how how would that make you feel? I I I wouldn't like it. <laughs> I don't like the idea already. Yeah. I don't. I can't find anything on what they eat, though. No, I mean they're. Mildly venomous. That's less. That's even less good that they can glide yeah. through the air now. <laughs> yeah, it says they prey upon lizards, rodents, frogs, birds, and bats. Yeah, well, birds and bats are probably not expecting <laughs> the snake like forty feet out in the air from the tree. Yeah, and I guess you could jump from one tree to another to get a lizard or a rodent, really. But you'd think you'd have more luck on the ground with those, but. Uh. Yeah. Well, maybe they're like the, you know, they climb up on the branches and then they face the trunk because that's where they think predators mm-hmm. are going to be. <laughs> but then, boom, from behind. Yeah. Wasn't not expecting it. I mean, I guess otherwise it's a regular snake. Is that what they're trying to say? That's pretty disappointing. Oh, a related search topic um, shows up a question which snake can kill a king cobra? Ooh. A flying snake, probably, right? Like. I. <laughs> guess but the answer pulls up as mongoose which you know that's i mean that's there's nothing surprising about that doesn't even mention the flying snake so i I don't know why that was related i mean snakes i guess they're going pretty broad with it (laughs) they're going pretty broad with it it does seem like the most interesting thing about the flying snake is that it flies Mm -hmm. and that no one else has really checked out anything else about them (laughs) They must, they're probably harder to catch. Oh, know? yeah. <laughs> we, try to, we try to do more research, but they're all the way up in the trees. Can't really catch them. Yeah. That's yeah. how you feel that. That's fine. Wow. Uh, this is maybe, maybe the, the least written about animal we've ever done. They fly. They're snakes that fly. Uh, you feel like... Mm-hmm. I've, I, yeah, I am pretty disappointed in them, though. Yeah. Like, that's they've got one interesting thing about them, and, and that's it. They were, pretty one really note. Into it. Their venom isn't particularly bad. Yeah. I mean, it, it is creepy to watch them fly or glide through the air like that. But Yeah, I haven't watched any. Do we, do we just... I think we do. We just, we just, we just, time to spit in God's eye already, and, and it fixes this thing? I'm not seeing anything about even how they have sex. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, if scientists could find that out, they'd be all over it, as we've learned. 
from our yeah. long career in what I'm going to assume is biology. <laughs> Basically biologists. I don't even know how, how snakes mate regularly, and we've, we've already covered two snakes, so I mean... I assume the egg is fertilized somehow. And then... Let's just leave it at that. I think <laughs> to re- we don't need to change anything with the, with the flying snake. I think, Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, should they, I don't think they should have to climb trees. I think they should be able to coil up and then leap into the air, like like turn into a giant cartoon spring, and then extend way out to get birds in mid-flight. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I think, I mean, if any if anything's going to look, it can be easily used to, spring-like it should be a snake so i think not climbing a tree is going to save a lot of energy Uh, a lot of pain i mean it can spring jump into a tree that's their choice i mean we're not here to yeah waste time climbing yeah i think Mm -hmm. hmm, that'll help them get away from land-based predators still so they've still got that they can still get Mm -hmm. from place to place Mm mm-hmm yeah (sighs) do we want them floating around once they get up there though i don't know Mm. Yeah, I'm like, do you add, do you, do you add like little little fins or, or or flat more flat parts of the body extending from their head or their tail or That's what a do good, you do? I mean, you we know? could just slap some wings on this thing. Yeah, like, are you thinking like bat style wings? I'm. I think. Or, I mean, I'm seeing five different species here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so some can have bat style some wings. Some can have bird style wings. Some can have, yeah. you know, lady ladybug wings. <laughs> Dragonfly fly wings. You know? Maybe one the scales are a little bit bigger and they just kind of flap up mm-hmm. and down. Oh yeah, yeah. The the scales can kind of like pull up and then kinda of like yeah, I yeah. Like, that. like I like that. And then you can also use that to help direct their how they're flying. Yeah. Oh, okay. man. Those, like those, those, I'm into the scale. Yeah, those things shoot through the air like an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> I like those snakes. Yeah. Those snakes seem awesome. <laughs> I mean, they come in a variety of colors already. I mean... Yeah, we can keep that. We'll yeah. get with that. Do we increase or decrease venom? I mean... I mean, I think if they can straight up fly, I don't know what they need to, like, what's the venom for? Yeah, other than, like, paralyzing something so it stops struggling when you're trying to eat it, maybe? Yeah, but birds don't have venom, and they, like, fly it, I assume. It's not the year of the bird. I don't know. It's true. <laughs> we'll find out someday. We'll find I, don't, out. I, just, we'll find I don't know anything. I've never seen birds in the wild. Who knows? Know. I'm pretty sure birds have a lot of trouble. I, I feel like they're going to eat rocks. Just to help digestion. Just birds need to be fixed. I, it's all I don't. I don't know anything about birds, so um, I have to take you at your word that birds eat rocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't really need to change up anything about the delivery system of the venom, right? It's not something where they need to spit it out because they're already flying through the air. So there are, yeah, they're flying. already. Yeah, they're already flying. I you don't, don't, you don't need, need a ranged attack. Yeah. You spit something while you're flying, it's going to end up back in your face, and that's not Yeah, it's not a good idea. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I don't want to say we're getting very efficient, but we, we've learned all we could about this thing and made it 
I would say, you know, at least ten times better. No I mean, when you're dealing minutes. with experts, you know, <laughs> I mean, people are listening to the podcast for our expertise. That's true. That is true. I assume. <laughs> I don't ne- Never met a listener. Don't think I want to. But, um, <laughs> you know, over the past few years, mm-hmm. which amounts to six or seven episodes of the podcast total, we've had... Uh, <laughs> We've had a lot of uh, a lot of practice, mm. just uh, kind of refurbishing. I'd say these mm-hmm. animals. Yeah, whole yeah, pl- we- whole planet's kind of a fixer upper, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, there's not. I mean, one, one year maybe we'll do the uh, year of the virus. I don't know. It's just like try to figure out oh. at that level what's going on because it seems like a shit show. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing that. I think we we'll just get rid of the whole microscopic universe. <laughs> It's all macroscopic. I don't. If I gotta look through a friggin' lens to see it, I don't. I'm not interested. Uh, that's true. You know, I'm I'm annoyed having to having to wear glasses to see things. You know what I mean? I'm not right. gonna go to a microscope, right. a telescope. Right. You know? No, thank you. I see what I see, and that's it. Right. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. Animal. I was talking more. I was talking more like let's fix this uh, these continents. I don't like the whole idea. <laughs> Separate continents. You don't like that they're separated, or you don't like that they're. I don't like that they're moving around. Oh yeah, jeez, and like slow, a, s- slow enough that it's so annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah, like speed it up or don't do it at all. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I like I like where it is. I like where the countries are. Okay, let's stop. Seems fine. Seems fine to me. Mm. Seems fine to me. I don't know what we're. Go- I don't know where we're going, and if we're going somewhere, I don't know why we're not in more of a hurry. Mm. Mm. We'll get yeah. to that when it's year yeah. of the fixer upper planet. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Here's the last thing I'll say about that. Where are they going? Yeah. Where are they going to go? You know what I mean? Know. Right. Exactly. Jesus. Like, where are you going? <sighs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Making a mess. Yeah. Mountains piled up everywhere. Ugh. No one's cleaned it up. Gross. All right, so this this these snakes <laughs> covered in dirt. I think yeah, t- oh God, water just everywhere. It's not like in a little pool or something. It's just spilled. Uh, we got to fix it sometime, but we're not quite there yet. It's a goddamn mess. Um, maybe not all of them coil up like a spring, right? Maybe there's some that don't have wings that coil up like springs. Okay. And snake category because they're so closely related, mm-hmm. but they don't actually have wings. And then we have okay. Maybe some have bat wings, some have bird wings, and then mm-hmm. there's the like the, the super fast scales as wings. <laughs> so they're so they're taken off with these wings as opposed to springing. Yeah. Okay. Are they is is are they as quick to get off the ground with those wings, or is it something where they got to try real hard, like a I'd say chicken or in a the leopard? middle. Because they can like they can rear up, right? Mm-hmm. They're like basically yeah. one, one big muscle. So just like rear yeah. up, so your wings are up a little bit. They can maybe give a little push off the ground, but uh, like they're not springing yeah. forty feet in the air. Is my point? Yeah, I assume they're faster than birds on the ground. So maybe they get like a not a running start because they don't have feet. Can you run without feet? I don't know, but maybe they get like a like a momentum start and then they start flapping the wings. Okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that encourages them them to like build nests in high places yeah so they can kind of compete with birds for uh cliff space and and trees Mm -hmm. they want to be up in the trees they don't have to 
Yeah. Maybe they develop beaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah and feathers, yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. Starting rocks. rocks to digest things um. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, I honestly, yeah, I think yeah, we're I've done never... with flying snakes. I don't think there's really. It's done. Although I would maybe, what about. What about snakes, right? Where they like ball up the bottom part of their body, like two snakes, mm-hmm. or maybe two two to four snakes together, tangle okay. up their middles, and then spin like helicopter planes, <laughs> <laughs> and they they fly that way. It's just like a snake family. Yeah, yeah, that'll be one of the one of the species will be uh, more more communal, and that's how they fly. Yeah, it's like the only snake species that has to work together, <laughs> and they they also use that to actually. Uh, catch, catch their prey too, because when they they'll spin into them and then like it'll trip them like a rope. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like they treat themselves like a little helicopter bola. So yeah, just, yeah. Okay, so they can go after bigger prey. They maybe are a little bit more venomous too. These mm-hmm. are pretty dangerous oh, yeah. snakes. The helicopter snakes, yeah, they are deadly. Deadly, absolutely deadly. You get you get enough of those together, they can take down an elephant. Uh, probably not. I don't think so. <laughs> Enough of them? You get enough of them? I don't know. The elephant's got a pretty, pretty <laughs> tough hide. You're right. I, I picked. I picked too hard of one. A giraffe? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Those little little skinny legs. All that neck space too to sink oh. fangs into. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are there are there vampire giraffes? I don't see why there couldn't be. Have we fixed giraffes? Put that on the we list. Have, we have fixed them, but we, uh, I don't think we, we got into the vampire thing. No. But with all the with all that neck space, be a prime target. I kind of imagine that's where a lot of real-life vampires are, because they absolutely exist, mm-hmm. of course. I am a yeah, believer. Of course. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, if you had all that neck real estate, like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just chill where giraffes are, right? Yeah, I, I assume a giraffe could sustain su- sustain your undead life. Yeah, one giraffe yeah. for like your whole like as long as the giraffe lives, you can get blood yeah. from it. But I think they're diurnal. <laughs> diurnal. I, I'm going to learn all those words uh, one day. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think they're diurnals. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean. They might be easier targets when they sleep. I, we did we fixed giraffes. I don't even know how they sleep. I mean, I assume they just rest their head on their body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how we fixed them, so we can mm, always revisit yeah. too. If it turns, hey, look, mm-hmm. we're uh, mm. of course we're better than God. Yeah, easy, easy. Mm. Dude, really messed up. Look at the state yeah. of the world today. You got whole continents crashing mm. into each other. Snakes got to climb trees to fly. Birds have cloacas where everything comes in and out. No, thank you. Mm. Disgusting. But, of course, you know, we're still, we're workshopping there. The whole thing's got to go. Yeah. We can always circle back. We can always circle back. 3.0 for giraffes. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we're done with flying snakes. So, what's the next thing? Because we're done with flying snakes. There's Mm. really... They weren't a great no. snake. It's not your fault. I'm not <laughs> criticizing. It's just not a great yeah. snake. It's all it's in the name. name. And the name is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Sean, do you, do you remember the movie Demolition Man at all? 
Uh, I thought we already did Demolition Man. That's the one. <sighs> they go to the future. Mm hmm. They're frozen. They get frozen. Oh, because I remember the end now. He kicks his head off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the futures is like mm -hmm. uh, weak because their society rules. But it's, yeah, it's PC culture, tw the year 2030. Yeah, I was going to say. PC culture has taken over. <laughs> it's perceived as though their society sucks, but it actually rules. It's only the, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh, they can't handle criminals like this. It's like, actually, their society doesn't produce criminals like this, so. Yeah, the, the most the 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 worst uh, person they have to deal with is Dennis Leary underground looking for food. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and he goes on one of his <laughs> classic tirades. He, he gets he gets like at least two tirades in yeah. the movie. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. S Sylvester Stallone is a uh, cop who you know, even for his time in 1996, which I don't know why they said it in Los Angeles in 1996. The movie came out in 93, so they thought within three years, um, L.A. would be taken over by gangs. I mean, the Hollywood sign's on fire. Mm -hmm. um, Wesley Snipe is, Snipes has a whole territory in L.A. that he told uh, the cops to stay out of. And uh, I think Sylvester Stallone bungee jumps from a helicopter down to the roof. Bungee jumps? And then, yeah, it's, there's, it's not a parachute. It's like a bungee cord, but it doesn't really doesn't really snap very hard back. He gets down like real close to the roof, shoots some people, cuts the bungee cord, and just goes in. But then Wesley Snipes, who was, I would say they were going for Joker, but he ended up more like Bugs Bunny um, in his quips and his, his actions, um, then blows the place up and, and, and uh, blames Sylvester Stallone, saying that he told him the hostages that Wesley Snipes had were in there, and Wesley Snipes didn't. And Sylvester Stallone didn't care, so he gets 30 years in prison, sorry, cryo-prison, um, for letting that building get destroyed with the hostages in it. And Wesley Snipes got cryo-frozen in the cryo-prison. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which they just stick you into a clear tub nude and then fill it with liquid and then freeze the liquid. Yeah, they put you in the tub and literally just insta-freeze you. Pretty sure you can see Sylvester Sloan's balls for like half a second. Right. Um, see, this, this is why I'm glad I don't remember anything about movies I've seen. That's not. I've yeah. definitely seen Demolition Man, and I definitely don't remember seeing Sylvester Sloan's balls. Is does one of them have like a little downturn? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the balls. <Yeah>. Just <laughs> the classic Stallone downturn, right? Yeah. I'm just asking. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't get a good look at him, so I don't remember. But hey, pretty sure you can see. I it. am. I did mm -hmm. go to IMDb, and it does look like yeah. Sylvester Stallone's character is called John Spartan. Yes, John Spartan, and Wesley Snipes was uh, something Sim Phoenix, Simon, Simon Phoenix. Phoenix. Because he would also he'd also use the joke Simon says like two or three times in the oh. movie, and Sylvester Stallone uses it once. Great, yeah, that's a very funny. Yeah. How relevant. Yeah. Simon says, okay, yeah. well, yeah, so he wakes up. I don't need to hear the whole plot because it's yeah, yeah. not, it's not let me, good. Let me I don't hit think it. Demolition Man is good, I don't think. Let me, let, me, let me do a few points for you. We know it's PC culture. Yeah. Um, they reference several times the, the big earthquake of 2010 that killed a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, they also mention offhand that the last murder that ever happened was in 2010. Mm -hmm. um, abortions are illegal but so is pregnancy without a license. Yep, smart. Um, 
they they mentioned that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was so popular that they made an amendment to the Constitution that allowed him to be president, even though he's not from the United yeah. States. Um, they have that whole sex via the helmets. You know what I mean? Oh, I remember that you part. Can't, like Jeff. swap fluids. Of course, I remember. <laughs> of course, I remember the helmet sex part. <laughs> They, um, he doesn't know. Oh, the bathroom. He doesn't. You wipe your ass with the shells, and he doesn't know how to use them. Yes, and no one will tell him. Weirdly, and, yeah, he doesn't know what to do with the shells. It's Rob Schneider's in the movie. Ah, making fun of Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, um, making copies. Remember <laughs> yeah. him? Does, does, yeah, he doesn't know how to use the shells. Yeah, you, you, you're, you're part of a prison system where you froze this guy for like thirty years. And, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Three shells. How can I don't listen? If you gave me three shells, I don't think I could complete um, the cleaning cycle down there with any sort of confidence. Well, I, so I, I mean, that. yeah, there's got to be something going on with them, though. <laughs> like you, like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like you use them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. To, to clean oh, up um, somehow. Not like <laughs> I don't think you scrape down there with the shells. Is what I'm saying. I don't, yeah, that's not probably. I think. Maybe you put him on beforehand between the, the cheeks and you like the little, and then I don't know. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> that's not it. That's definitely not it. <laughs> I'm trying to think outside the box. All right. This, this is the, is the villain, the CEO of Taco Bell, Ta- like the main I don't villain. Oh, so, is he? Cause I thought Taco Bell was paid a bunch of money to be in the movie. I believe so. Because, uh, they say every restaurant is now Taco Bell because Taco Bell won the franchise wars. Yeah, and so the van with the food is taco, the, the, that uh, Dennis Leary is trying to get his Taco Bell van. So I'm pretty sure I don't know. I'm pretty sure, you know, listeners correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the villain is like the CEO of Taco Bell. Um, yeah, I mean, I can just who is the villain. Well, it says Simon Phoenix is the main villain, but the secondary one... Mm-hmm. The guy who who helps Wesley Snipes unfreeze. Raymond... So, let's see. Um, yeah, so this is... Yeah. Raymond Cooktow. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is like a fandom wiki entry so I gotta get away from it because it's got a ton of irrelevant fucking yeah. information in it yeah we don't need it giving us any ideas you know yeah I don't want that <laughs> and then none of the other links 20 things yeah, you might not have on. realized about Demolition Man I'll send that to you later Jeff so you and Holly can argue about thanks, it thanks man thank you you love a good <laughs> list love a good list we've learned recently <laughs> but I'm gonna say he He's, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Bell. Fuck Taco Bell. Yeah. S- Sandra Bullock is also obsessed with like '90s culture in this movie. Like her office has like a whole bunch of like '90s shit. There's a Lethal Weapons three poster in there. Yeah. It's, yeah. As a teenager, she was like, <laughs> "I wish I was born in the '90s." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but they time all, doesn't get me. And we're in 2021, but these people, supposedly in 2036, just have no concept of, of the '90s. None. But there's also a, an old cop working there that worked with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, yeah. I it's, remember that. It's just fucking mind-blowing. Um, but, yeah, they, they also... Yeah, the continuity on that. Yeah. It's a shame Demolition they, Man didn't pay more attention to its continuity. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> but they um they also like altered your brain during cryo freeze, like to help cure you or rehabilitate you. Like like they implanted how had a knit into Sylvester Stallone's character, and then they look up Wesley Snipes thing, and it's all like terrorism and like you know yeah. military uh, stuff. Yeah, you know, they, like, yeah, it was whoever was in charge because they were like, yeah, you wanted to use them for something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we'll, we'll wrap wrap it up. I'm trying to think of it. Um, he convinces the guy to unfreeze his other buddies from like the '90s who are yeah. big criminals, apparently to help and then he also once he kills that guy starts like unfreezing like his his wish list of like amazing yeah, like, uh, criminals and he mentions unfreezing Jeffrey Dahmer he goes I love yeah. that guy so but then he gets interrupted so I don't know if Jeffrey Dahmer is actually alive in 2036 freshly unfrozen I, I don't know but I don't know either <laughs> I'm saying you know for our movie premise, if 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 we need if we need Jeffrey I Dahmer, I don't up really and need running. Jeffrey Dahmer ever up and running for anything. <laughs> Pass on that. So, do all these guys? Does yeah. Sylvester Stallone kill all those guys that get woken up? Um, there's a lot of gunfighting. I don't know if he kills them all. Because um, after after he kicks, uh, well, he freezes and kicks Wesley Snipes' head off. And then, you know, then it's like a, you know, everything's great yeah. now thing. But well, the movie has to end at some time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish it didn't. I wish it didn't. I mean, do we do a prequel of like Arnold Schwarzenegger's, pre- Arnold Schwarzenegger's presidency that led to this PC culture? You know what I mean? Do like a legal drama about the changes to like, like making a constitutional <laughs> amendment. It's just real educational, <laughs> yeah. but also Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. features prominently. Yeah, kind of like a Mr. Smith goes to Washington kind of thing. I've never seen it, but sure. <laughs> What's why is he going to Washington? He's good to get change some laws. I don't know. I don't remember. I saw it in school once. So you don't remember that, but you remembered all these details about Demolition Man. <laughs> well, I mean, it's got time travel. It's got Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes. Come on, that's fair. It's not. It's not I, I, really time travel. I mean, yeah. I mean, he traveled in time as fast as everyone else. He just right. <laughs> well, maybe not because because there's that cop that Sylvester Stallone worked with in the past, right? So that guy must have been like a rookie on the force, right? Yeah, yeah. He was a rookie on the force, and what? For how long are they frozen? Thirty years. Um, they're frozen in '96. So yeah. Almost okay. 40 years. So that guy's like in his mid 60s. Right. I guess, yeah. I mean, that, that tracks. That makes sense now. <laughs> He's got a desk job. But the way everyone else talks about that time, it's like they, they don't understand basic concepts or, you know, anything. It's just, it's changed so much, you know. Um, <laughs> but could we, could we do like a, yeah, I mean, we got Schwarzenegger's presidency. We also have the earthquake of 2010. You know, we could we could do a we could do a uh, disaster movie starring The Rock. But, uh, you know, he already did one. I mean, that didn't he? Those don't really connect to the Demolition Man theme, right? 
of being mm. frozen, except for maybe You're the earthquake right. one where we could do at the earthquake mm-hmm. criminals, maybe one of their pods falls into the, a hole and it gets sealed up. And then mm-hmm. he becomes like the future's version of Encino man. We could do like Encino <laughs> man in the future. <laughs> Brendan Fraser stars. Yeah. Rob Schneider's back with Polly Shore. You got to get the Snyder back. You gotta just got to see those two work together. <laughs> now that's the Schneider cut I want to see. Yeah, the finally, Rob cut. the Rob Schneider cut. <laughs> yeah, I maybe just wish th- movies would die. <laughs> I just <laughs> I can't. Everybody just read books like me. Did you have you seen the promos for the Snyder cut? Yeah, we li- unfortunately we live in a society. Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't end with, like, mm. a Slipknot song or something. <laughs> <laughs> you don't waste a Slipknot song for the trailer. Some Linkin Park. <laughs> 20, the, Jeff, 20 bucks right now. The Joker's, Joker's tattoos. The, the, uh, or cut my life into pieces in the film. It's a line he says, $20. <laughs> Crawling in my skin. These wounds, they will not Except heal. Except for his tattoo, right? Um, it's gone now? Yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe he gets it during this film. Do we get... Jeff, yeah. we get to learn how he gets his iconic tattoo. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. That's where he runs into Batman. Batman runs that tattoo yeah. shop. In the Batman room. tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's deep undercover. He's trying to learn about the criminal <laughs> underworld, so he learned how to do tattoos. Now he's just, oh, man, that's how they meet. Jeff, that's so good. <laughs> Where's the Jeffrey cut? I want to see that movie. <laughs> Maybe they have a long conversation in the tattoo shop yeah. about Demolition mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get kind of Kevin Smith with it, right? That's his thing. Yeah. Now the characters have a conversation <laughs> I had about comic books. <laughs> I'm a good writer. <laughs> I'm just saying the the amount that the people didn't know in that movie, but you can just have a disc on someone's head and, and teach them knitting without them knowing. I mean, I mean, so that that technology <laughs> is like, do you have to be frozen for it? Because that's that's a big game changer too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd get frozen for a couple of years if I could learn some things that I'm too lazy to learn. Right? Yeah. And like how like how many things like if you're frozen for a couple of years like how much can they cram in there cuz that seems like yeah. a real good way to teach people stuff. Like, I guess you probably <laughs> couldn't vo- like use it on kids. There's probably laws against just yeah. freezing them for a couple of years. I mean, I mean once they're in high school, you could like that could be the new college experience. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I was frozen for four years. You know, yeah, I got my got my bachelor's my, on ice. Yeah, you know, and I tried like the old fashioned way for my master's, but wasn't oh, taking. Man. So then I, you know, I took a gap year, then did like another three years frozen. Maybe that's like a, anyway. that's like a new yeah. class division. Like if you got your education on ice, it has like mm-hmm. negative. It's like going to a community college, like people think of it now. Like, oh, oh, that's like, uh, you didn't Mm -hmm. uh, go to real college. It's like, no, I froze myself and had the information beamed directly into my brain. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. It was more cost effective. The amount of uh, uh, idiots that say they went to Harvard, Harvard should should be embarrassed. uh, Yeah. They should should have people stop saying that because it doesn't look good for them. You know what I mean? 
I, I, that's the one thing I wish Continental Drift would do is bury that piece of shit school. <laughs> All these fucking people are gonna have to start saying they went to Yale. <laughs> oh God, how embarrassing! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm, mm. okay, but I mean, I guess the Cryo Lab would be a good good place to have a movie, right? Yeah, I, I now I'm thinking though, why didn't they put the information if they taught them how to knit? Which I, mm-hmm. I assume is largely useless in their, like, yeah, borderline perfect society. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they teach them how to use the shells? Like, is this a joke that they play on <laughs> new people? <laughs> like, oh yeah, because they, they know who's coming up for for parole or release or whatever. Yeah, right? you'd want them. You want them to get ready for society. Yeah, I think the shells would be. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Never mind. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. <laughs> there really isn't. But never mind getting them ready for society. <laughs> I don't want people coming out of jail like shitting on the mm-hmm. floor or not wiping their ass before they go back to work. Like that's just a societal problem. Yeah. Cause do, doesn't he, he comes out of the bathroom and says there's no toilet paper. Yeah. Right? He's fully dressed. So you know what happened in there. They have a, and it's, they have a conversation for two minutes. <laughs> then he, then he says a bunch of swears to get enough paper yep. to wipe his ass. Cause you get ticketed when you swear. I don't think we covered that. So but. he's, he, he pulls up his pants, his shitty, his, over his <laughs> shitty ass. Walks out casually, gets pwned by Rob Schneider, has another conversation. Totally, totally <laughs> pwned by the Schneid dog. <laughs> and then goes back in the bathroom to pull his pants down and wipe his ass. How long has he been awake at this point? Because if he... It feels like he's only awake for like that one day. It feels like a, a day. I mean, maybe it's the two or three days. Well... But at that point, at that point, it's one day. But even if it's just a day, he had to eat something. And if Taco Bell's the only thing there, you know this wasn't a one and done clean in and out. I'm I'm su- I'm surprised when they cut to like a bathroom scene next to the toilet, you didn't see like three hard taco shells, and like that's those are the shells we're talking about since Taco Bell is everywhere now. That's maybe that's what it is. You're supposed to shit in them and then yeah. you put them in a bag to be served <laughs> as Taco Bell food. Very efficient society. Very efficient. I've had, excuse me, I've had hard shell tacos at Taco Bell. They're <laughs> adequate, especially if you're hungover. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're looking for, yeah, a fast food taco. Um, pa- I mean. Yeah, I just want to apologize to Taco Bell. Yeah, our sponsor, Taco Bell. <laughs> Since in the future, they'll be the only option <laughs> yeah. for eating. Yeah. Well, Sean, they won the Franchise Wars. Maybe we have a, yeah. we could do a prequel to Franchise Wars. I, you know, but you're I right. I think we could just do the franchise wars, yeah. <laughs> there's like a like a four way intersection. And yeah. Like there's a little there's a fast food place on every corner. Yeah, like the uh Taco Bell one by unfreezing Mario Batali from Cryo Prison. <laughs> I don't know who that is. It's a famous chef who was a few years ago um me too because of all his, uh, you know, sexual harassment and, and uh, uh, yeah. maybe rape. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. he's... Uh, I know, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff, I know, I know why people get me too and it's because they're bad people. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, some me too people or people that are like against, they're like against me too. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, I, I always sense. get the impression they think they're going to get me too because they're Look bad out. people too. Yeah. Yeah, and I know I, don't, I shouldn't. I know. That's not a great like <laughs> logical leap, but it's just like, man, this is, this doesn't sorry. have anything to do with you, dog. The fucking guillotine, like, yeah, 
you can't say anything anymore. It's not that. It's not about saying anything. It's about you know power dynamics and actual assault and things like that. It's yeah. All right. It's mm. anyway. <laughs> so, Jeff, you're getting real PC, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> but going to be one of these liberal snowflakes pretty soon, I think. I know, I know. It's be- it's because I'm on the internet and the liberal media is all over the place. Yeah. Um, they it's canceled like college the- <laughs> brainwashed you. These liberal yeah. elites. They've canceled any any independent voices, so I don't know what yeah. to do. Um, um, how do I how, what station can I go on on national television for a platform to complain about being <laughs> silenced every night? <laughs> how can that happen? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the franchise mm-hmm. wars could start with them on freezing people like famous chefs. Yeah. So, I mean, could you, I don't know, who pays for that freezing program? It's got to be taxpayers. Too? That's be, right? It's cryo prison. Yeah. Whether they're privatized or not. So you got to imagine, yeah. I guess, I guess, I mean, could you, like, pay money to commute someone's sentence mm-hmm. to be like, we want Mario, the chef that you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's a him. <laughs> the Me Too chef, they want him mm-hmm. out early yeah. on like parole so he can do yeah, Taco Bell stuff. Him. I gotta ima- I gotta imagine you can do that, yeah. And then like they unfreeze him, and they're like, "Hey, you can be on parole if you work for Taco mm-hmm. Bell for a little while." And then if he goes no, they go, oh, "It's back to the freeze tank. We're yeah. gonna fill it up with have water." Having that drowning sensation stuff. until we freeze you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We hear it's super <laughs> unpleasant. Yeah, I, but I mean, again, they could just, I don't know, free somebody for a few years and teach them all the cooking stuff. I, I, I don't know. It just, there's a lot of holes, a lot of holes. Is that maybe how the the uh, franchise wars get started? <laughs> That's like competing labs trying to fight, figure out what makes a great <laughs> yeah. chef. So there's like corporate mm-hmm. espionage going on. They're breaking into each other's cryo-freeze yeah. labs. Trying to find out what they're putting in people, and that's like mm-hmm. that information's copyrighted. Yeah, I could, I could, we could, we could do a movie. We could do like a spy thriller on that. <laughs> the franchise wars. And we talk about how they figured it out. Just the same four ingredients and different different delivery systems. That's it. <laughs> McDonald's tried to make salads. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's it's the way to go. We also have um, Sandra Bullock, uh, movie star, is alive at the end of the movie. Um, has now um, worked with one of the craziest police officers to have ever lived, and I'm um, assuming we'll get a promotion at her, at her job. You know, maybe she runs the police station after this. You know. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think then, maybe the first thing she has to do is refreeze Sylvester Stallone, though, because isn't he now guilty of a bunch of murders? Uh, I mean, he was firing a lot of guns. He was firing a lot of guns. So there had to have been some collateral damage. He keeps swearing. He kicks yep. off that one guy's head. Yeah. So. <laughs> what, what if she really leans into it, though, and is like, all right, you know, we got caught off guard as a police force um, with, with, these, with these crazy criminals from the past. So as a training exercise, um, they unfreeze some crazy criminals, and they 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 do it in a controlled environment, and that's like the new cops training. Hmm. It's like the uh, what, what, what the danger room from X Men, right? That's a thing. 
Yeah, that doesn't use live human <laughs> beings, people. but... I mean, the Danger Room gained sentience at one point. Uh, all right. Sure, um, but gaining sentience is different than being a prisoner used as, like, live target so, practice, so, so... I believe I believe that comic storyline ended up with um, Charles Xavier keeping the Danger Room as a prisoner, basically. All right. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> but it's not unfreezing people to hunt them um, using a trained police force. You're right. I mean, you're right in that regard. I don't know why I got defensive. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm guessing, like, she could unfreeze some, like, oh, this guy's, uh, like, a really good tactical, like, he's mm-hmm. a disgraced police officer who used to run tactical units. Mm-hmm. So we'll unfreeze him and be like, hey, you'll get parole, like we used to do before the franchise wars. This is also a thing mm-hmm. we shouldn't, you know, end, but you'll get parole, you'll be alive, and you can eat all the Taco Bell you want and have sex with the helmet or whatever. But you got to train <laughs> our police officers and how to, like, respond and he goes, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes like a direct sequel where it's, yeah. he's really training these guys to be more aggressive than they need to be. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, no, this is actually necessary. And yeah. Sylvester Stallone gets wind of it on vacation. And he's, you know. Oh, of course. Oh, every time I get out, they keep pulling me back in. <laughs> he's taking his sunglasses <laughs> off on the beach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> they, they 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 love what he did, right? I think he's great. But they're like, we should probably freeze him in case another scenario happens while he's still Oh, in he's frozen. Yeah, he's frozen forever now. Yeah. Like, I think they just start using people as, like, backup plans. Yeah. Because that was... He's basically the Winter Soldier now. He's They're like, okay, you're going to freeze you, bust yeah. you out for special occasions. Yeah. yeah. He didn't realize that, that taking care of his nemesis in the future would result in a life of him just being frozen and released. Like his, his every waking moment is, is just intense. Yeah. It's it's a, it's, it's an hour and a half action movie. (laughs) 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 Uh, Is it, they find out somehow time is cyclical, cyclical. Oh my God. And, uh, Somehow, somehow they're able to freeze him and bring him into the past to to to, to apprehend history's most um, dangerous criminals. You know what I mean? Is there a way we can we can move into that? Well, I mean, sure. Just in the future, time travel is invented, and somebody's like, "Well, we can correct all of history's <laughs> past mistakes." And our hatchet man, Sylvester mm-hmm, Stallone, mm-hmm. who we've kept on ice for like a thousand years. Oh, here's all right. I got it. I got it. They've perfected time travel but it only works backwards. Yeah. So he can go back to the past once he's done, freezes, get back to the present. Yeah. They've sent a team back so that there's a freezing pool yeah. that they can all get into. Yeah. Yes. It's already mm-hmm. pre-built. Yeah. 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 That's, that keeps up with yep. the theme like of the cryo-freezing. Got it. Nailed it. And it's, re- it's revealed so that it is just water. <laughs> it's, just, it's just water. <laughs> so it's to, you just put... You got to yeah. keep them just cold yeah. enough. Uh <laughs> And every time they freeze, they, they, they teach him something new over the, the course of however many years. Mm. Okay, all right. Nailed that one. Yeah, that's the, that's the third movie in the Demolition Man trilogy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, and it's spelled, it's like D, and then the E is a three. Three, yeah. Demolition Man. And the, D3 Demolition and the, and Man. The, and the second yeah. one is like the L is a one or something. In the yeah, <laughs> the the eye the eye should be the sure, one, yeah, sure. And then 
One of the one of the ones should be the one. The eye. One of the eyes should be the one. However you want it. And it's then, fine. Uh, That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. Yeah. It's just a thought. I mean, does Rob Schneider get his own movie? I mean, we're just wasting time, you know? Oh, yeah. He definitely gets a full-length comedy, like, <laughs> Rob Schneider hanging out as, like, what was he, a cop? Yeah. Like, Rob Schneider, future cop. <laughs> And it's just like, I'm the guy who's supposed to put the information on how to use the shells in people's brains when we're unfreezing them, but I don't do it. I never do. Womp womp. <laughs> um, maybe there's a, a, a serial public urinator, and he's on the case. You know what I mean? And hijinks and And the public urinator. Oh, my God. It's Kevin James, of course. Yeah. Of course it's Kevin James. <laughs> like he's always He's always putting his his finger against like the wet spot of the grass and you're like, he's at it again. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. I see him, cro- thinks he sees him crossing the street. So he starts to run after him, gets hit by a car, dresses as a carrot somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> dresses as a carrot somewhere. Is that an SNL bit? I thought I'm saying that was Rob Snyder, but you know, it's actually a South Park bit. I was like, where did I see that? Oh. hear that? But it's South Park bit where he dresses as a carrot. Get the South Park guys to write it. Whatever, yeah, let them do it. Um, seems may- like seems like Rob Schneider's level. Yeah. Well, maybe the public urinator works in a mall, a security guard. Um. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think maybe maybe Rob Schneider has a roommate, and it's Dax Shepard. <laughs> I mean, he's just always hanging around, right? Yeah. <laughs> Their next door neighbor is Adam Sandler. Oh, so good, Adam. Yeah. yeah, you know how he does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Write that line down. Don't want, don't want the Adam Sandler oh, to forget it. <laughs> he works off a script. You, get, but a lot of people don't know. Really, those are really tightly woven lines. Yeah, he 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 says them all exactly. It's pretty insane. Or maybe maybe uh, Rob Schneider's not happy where he lives, right? Because his roommate. It, Who's just like always home, mm-hmm. and he's always like got the helmet on, even though he doesn't seem to be having sex with it. He's doing something with <laughs> yeah. it, but nobody's sure. He's always wearing that sex helmet. And their next door neighbor, and Rob Schneider's bedroom is like up. They have a shared wall. Oh yeah. The next door neighbor is a guy who's just always singing opera, <laughs> and they call him Opera Man. <laughs> To become some sort of uh, <laughs> some sort of superhero, <laughs> opera man, like the SNL bit, it's just but superhero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they maybe all three of them team up. Well, no, they don't team up. But he he gets Dax Shepard says mm-hmm. something, probably about the sex helmet. Yeah, that clues him in. Like, oh my god, the guy's peeing because he's also always wearing a sex helmet. Always wearing a sex helmet makes you incontinent. So that's how he finds out it's Kevin James. Mm-hmm. He sees Kevin James. And then Kevin James has to, like, run away. Not that fast. Yeah. He's a fat guy. Right, right. So the comedy revolves mostly around how fat he is. <laughs> how slow a fat person runs is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he slips on something and falls into trash. Mm-hmm. As fat people do. As fat people do. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when movie studios thought a movie making fun of gay marriage was, was cool. Yeah. That's what, since movies started until today? Is that... <laughs> yeah. 
Is that what you're but talking no, about? Is that a time frame? No, but mean? Adam Sandler and Kevin James were in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Oh, that's about a gay marriage. Yeah. Did they do it for, like, health insurance or something? Hmm. But then Adam Sandler also uses it to see Jessica Biel in her underwear, I think. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Big laugh riot there. <laughs> so, that, you know. Real gut buster. Oh, yeah, they fucking nailed it, you know. <laughs> I, don't know I might watch a movie where Paul Blart, mall cop, mm-hmm. is peeing on the grass and Rob Schneider has to hunt him down with the mm. help of his roommate, Dax Shepard. That sounds like a great movie to me. <laughs> Can you feel the appeal that that has? I, I can feel the appeal. I, it's it's just putting it out there. It's probably probably already in pre-production now that we've said it. Probably. We, yeah, we, we need to be more careful about the ideas we put out into the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, Colin Quinn can make a guest appearance. Mm-hmm. Just get mm-hmm. some of the old SNL guys. Yeah. Get Norm MacDonald in there. Why not? Norm McDonald's too good for this. <laughs> Dirty Works, Norm McDonald is too good for this movie? That <laughs> was a long time ago. It's not like he kept making shit. Okay? Yeah, that's true. Dude that's got true. off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Gad? Oh my god. He could be in it. I'm looking at IMDb, of course. I don't know who these people are off the top <laughs> of my Josh head. Was Josh Gad in SNL? I don't think so, right? No, but he was in a Kevin James movie oh, called yeah, Pixels. Sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks like Pac-Man attacks, and I don't know. A bunch of yeah. idiots have to do stuff or something. Maybe our Rob Schneider vehicle, um, at the end, everyone dies because Wesley Snipes drives by and just kills them all. It's like part of, it's part of the, it's like a background scene from Demolition Man mm-hmm. like when he and Sylvester Stallone are having a big shootout fight like this gang's just nearby and they get riddled with bullets <laughs> and we show all of it <laughs> yeah we don't, we don't skip on the uh, the budget during that scene no you know no not at all parts of the skull oh it yeah of, it does one of those things where um, you know some of the blood and stuff hits the camera Definitely, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Definitely. <laughs> so then I think maybe after, you know, a lot of these things happen, maybe they take all the frozen people and put them on an island, and you can, like, go see the mm-hmm. tubes that they're frozen in. Yeah. And then a power failure gets out, and then they... They yeah. all come back at once, right? Yeah. 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 And there's, like, a small team of researchers mm-hmm. who have to get off the island. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It does work pretty good for every franchise we make, I gotta say. Yeah, As yeah. an endpoint, I don't, I don't know how Jurassic Park became like a real powerful touchstone. Oh, yeah. It's, but, it, uh, is. it is, yeah. Yeah. It so came I out, guess. Yeah. No, please, you go. I think it came out the same year as Demolition Man, so it's, it's just the disparity. Really? The disparity, yeah, in the, in the uh, quality of the films is staggering. That's wild. Yeah. Candy, no transitions. I didn't eat any. Yeah, I know you were looking to get out of the candy game. So I, I wrote I wrote down some segments that we could 
replace it with, but I, I think they're only vague ideas, and some of them, looking back, I don't know what I was talking about. That's okay. So I mean, I'm going to try one out. Reinventing animals—that that was a good concept. I think you came up with. So <laughs> yeah. I got this uh, this one idea that I I, I, I kind of remember. Okay, this is called. Um, we can name it something, but it's it's about Amazon on Amazon.com. They have a fine art mm-hmm. section. Okay, and so what I want to do is I'm going to pick I'm going to pick a, a f- piece of fine art on Amazon.com. I'm going to read the title to you, and I want you, I want you to tell me what you think that painting looks like. So I'm describing paintings best based on the title. Yeah. Okay, we'll have to flip-flop that. We'll each do one, so it's not just me. Okay. But I'm into All it, right. yeah. All right, so you're going to read the title of, uh, is it going to be a painting, mm-hmm. or do I have to guess the piece of art, too? I don't know. I mean... I assume there are all going to be paintings, but if you want to, if you want to guess the type of media being used, whether it's acrylic paint or multimedia or a sculpture, I mean, you can always. I'm, I'm going to have to guess in order to describe it. Yeah, you I tell mean, me what it is. I'll tell you what it is, and you tell me what that piece um, evokes for you. Okay. Now I forgot about the segment, so I, I quickly uh, went That's in because I I read some before and they were great. Now this yeah. one here, you're going to have to describe. Uh, a painting, well, I guess I told you, a, a, a piece of art uh, titled Vladimir Putin, period, Spring. So I'm going to guess it's a painting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so far, oh, so good. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Vladimir Putin's Spring. Okay, um, so it's probably a painting of Vladimir Putin. He's in the painting. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. somebody just painted him shirtless on that horse. Now, yeah, I don't know whether to keep keep you going. Like, is that correct, or just let you let you explore what that means to you and what you think it is? I don't want to keep keep cor- correcting or saying things about it. Really, really dig into it. So, shirtless on well, a horse. Un- well, unlike normal men, art has no effect on mm-hmm. me. It means nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't. I, I if it's not a, just a painting of him on the horse, then I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, you might have to. He's he's not on a horse okay. in this painting, but he is in the painting. It is Vladimir Putin in the painting. He is in the painting. Okay. He's in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna guess it's it's acrylic. Uh, it it looks like acrylic. It could be. I'm gonna guess. It doesn't say specifically, but it could be. It's like acrylic or oil. I was gonna say it's not. It's not impressionist. It's it's very true mm. to life. It's very realistic. Um, maybe the background mm-hmm. is probably trees. A lot of green in the background. Mm. Incorrect. Okay. Incorrect. Okay. It's, there's a, there's Moscow in the background. There's buildings. No. There's animals. There are several animals in this picture. Horses? In the, in the back. There are no horses. Birds? There are at least six birds in this painting, um, at least three different varieties of birds. Is there a bluebird? <laughs> no bluebirds. No. I mean, there could there could be a could be a robin. There's three birds flying around his head in the background. 
Oh, wow. Are they like doves? Yeah. They are... Do not, to me, look like okay. doves. They look like sparrows or other okay. small fowl. I don't know. The Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where to go with this. <laughs> All right, let me, let me read this description yeah. of the painting yeah. to you, the product description. Okay. Portrait, Vladimir Putin's spring. An allegorical, deeply philosoph- philosophical, and most unique artwork, symbolizing the enduring friendship and openness of Russia to the rest of the countries of the world. Embodied by Russian President Vladimir Putin, depicted with democratic cloths, emphasizing his proximity to the people. Um, countries on this artwork depicted as various animals and birds. For example, the United States is a fair-haired eagle. Germany is a panther. United Kingdom as the, <laughs> as the form of a pair of vultures. Mm-hmm. China as the form of a tiger. The Baltic countries as the form of rodents, etc. This oh, picture nice. is unrivaled. Is is the unrivaled gift to influential political, business, and social leaders. Yeah, yeah. China's a tiger. You guys get to be <laughs> rodents. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's Vladimir Putin in blue jeans. Oh, classic. And yeah, and a yeah. a a white button-down shirt with a front pocket. He has his hands on on his uh, on his belt and a watch, and he's just kind of has his head cocked and has a I would say Mona Lisa uh, level smile, mm-hmm. like a very sly smile. Um, and then in front we have all the animals sitting there. There's a crocodile, which wasn't mentioned, a leopard, hyena, uh, vultures. I couldn't tell you. I guess. They all look like vultures. I do not see an eagle here, as depicted in the description. I see, uh, like, two different types of vultures. So, so and it's in, a, it's in a nice gold frame. Oh, it's, you know, good for world leaders, mm-hmm. so. I was going to have you guess the price. It says CL buying options. Let's see. Oh, okay. There's one seller selling it. For um, $2,000. Uh, incorrect. Am, am I, let me let me see how big let me see how big this paint. You're way. Should off. it be higher or lower? It should be much higher. Fifteen thousand. Um, much higher. <laughs> uh, Forty thousand. No, a hundred and nine thousand oh dollars. God. Uh, plus sixteen dollars and forty nine cents for shipping. Well, yeah. Well. Um, gotta see that it ship safe, of course. <laughs> it is. Uh, 1.18 by 43.31 by 57.09 inches. 23 pounds. You, you think they would have prints available at a much lower um, cost, but I guess oh. this is specifically for political yeah. leaders and influencers. Yeah, I was going to say, you um, let the rabble yeah. have a picture of the Baltics as rodents? Come on. <laughs> I don't think so. You know, you know where I like to buy all my uh, art that I buy for over a hundred thousand dollars is Amazon.com. Um, there are six ratings. I would assume, for an overall rating of four stars, I would assume most of those people didn't buy it. Yeah, they look mostly. Yeah, they look mostly sarcastic. These uh, these reviews. Not a lot of uh, world leaders popping into Amazon to review no. the painting they got. 
No. Because that's, that's, a, that's a dangerous game. Yeah. Barry.O, two stars. No, just kidding. Um, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful painting. I mean, there's a boar and a cobra in there. The animals, the, whoever painted this painting, um, non-mammal-like animals are not their strong suit. <laughs> they That's nailed really- Putin's face, though. Yeah. Oh, you you have to. I mean, you mm-hmm. can, you make a painting that's Putin's face and it mm-hmm. looks bad. Yeah. Straight to Siberia. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred rubles. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, I'm hungry now, so I'm gonna end yeah. the podcast. <laughs> I'm running out of steam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that segment. We might have to tweak it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Cause describing fine. it, I'm just in a void. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll tweak sure. it. We'll tweak it. <laughs> um. That painting sounds bottom of the barrel, though. <laughs> just, uh, just in case. It's middle of the road for me. Hmm. No, oh, yeah, you are. You're a big Putin fan. I forgot. <laughs> real, Pu- real Putin head. You it's guys too expensive for what you get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this has been the Heads Up podcast with Jeff and Sean. Um, I'm Sean. I'm Jeff. We've got a, a, a social media presence where we can be reached out to. Um, it's at Heads Up Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we have an email if if. Uh, how you want to communicate or express yourself to us um, takes long takes more than 280 characters or more than a picture um, would convey that's that's heads up pod at gmail.com um, heads up dot threadless.com if you're looking to buy uh, any kind of merchandise um, with heads up stuff on it but I think that I think that's how the how the most of the the ending goes I think and then I oh yeah no yeah 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 you, now I know I remember, yeah. I remember I remember uh, that's a yeah. podcast and we're mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. popping off doodles I just I'm just getting obsessed with small talk because people say I'm bad at it small so. talk sucks people who are people who are good at it suck yeah. how's that <laughs>